Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. Okay, it's day 52. Thank you for joining me. Yesterday we saw that the Thessalonian Jews are easily jealous. They're super jealous of Paul, of Timothy, of Silas, and um, you know, they are hot on their trail. So it is, it's kind of crazy. We're going to see what happens to them. And uh, the, I guess the chase is on. Let's just put it that way. With that as the backdrop, let's go ahead and dig in. This is Acts chapter 17, starting at verse 10. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed, with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul at Berea also, they came there too, agitating and stirring up the crowds. Then the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea, but Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who con conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens, and after receiving a command for Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. Now while Paul was waiting for them in Athens, his spirit was provoked within him as he saw that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons, and in the marketplace every day with those who happened to be there. Some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers uh, also conversed with him, and some said, What does this babbler wish to say? Others said, He seems to be a preacher of foreign divinities, because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to the Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting, for you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know, therefore, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there would spend their time in nothing except telling or hearing something new. All right, so the, the jealous Jews of Thessalonica, um, they just can't contain themselves, man. Like they are hot after Paul and Silas and Timothy. Uh, the, the, the chase is on and it doesn't just chase them out of their town, they're chased out of another town. Now, um, I want to know more about Silas and Timothy staying in Berea. Uh, there's not much context here that, that says, you know, that their safety was in jeopardy or if they were just, uh, the Jews were really just focused on Paul and, um, and, and trying to get to him. But um, this is exactly why Paul had to, had to write these two letters to the church at Thessalonica. Uh, pretty much as soon as he left because he was not able to fully walk through the gospel message because the gospel message obviously lands with the end times like you know Jesus came and he died and he resurrected but then Jesus is coming back to get us and so it seems like Paul didn't have that opportunity to to fully you know walk that gospel message all the way through and so Paul has to write these letters in order to answer their questions in order for them to understand fully so that's what those um, two books of the Bible are about um, <clears throat> so Paul when he's rushed to Athens he is characterized as a babbler um, not to be confused with a bubbler. If you're from Milwaukee, you know that a bubbler is a water fountain. <laughs> 
I remember the first time I was, uh, I, I went to St. Louis to visit some family and I was at a mall and I, I went up to someone at the mall and was like, excuse me, where's the bubbler at? And uh, the person's just like, uh, what you talking about? And I couldn't comprehend that and we couldn't comprehend each other. It was crazy. Anyways, that was a non sequitur. Thanks for going on that journey with me. Um, so Paul is a babbler. And you know what? I'll say clearly I can be a babbler as well. I mean, look at me go off on tangents about about bubblers. Um, and you've probably seen me go over time on almost every single podcast. Um, <laughs> So at least, you know, the, 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 the Jewish people and, and just the people of Athens, they aren't jealous of what's going on. So this is a, a clear upgrade from what Paul has recently experienced. He can handle this criticism of being a babbler. But the, many of these people seem genuinely, like, interested in what, you know, Paul is talking about. They want to know more. And so they pull Paul into this part of town. It's called the Areopagus. It is the this hill in the center of Athens, um, which is, it's like the, the religious, the cultural, the legal center piece of the town. And, and so tomorrow we're going to see um, Paul give this amazing sermon there at the Areopagus. It's, if you think of the Acropolis, remember uh, Yanni did this great <laughs> um, concert at the Acropolis. Um, it, it's like a, an adjacent hill to the Acropolis and it's kind of has a, a theater aspect to it. And, uh, and so Paul's going to give a great message there tomorrow. So with that, thanks for watching and thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow as we continue on with the story of Paul at the Areopagus. I will see you then.